we are on Sefer Melachim Bet, and we are in chapter 8. You want to whip out the, um, the king list, because it's going to be important today. We're going to see some, some um, change in the kingship. Okay, so if you remember last time we were together, we were still, ex- we were still in the sagas of Elisha. Okay, Elisha pretty much, he runs the whole first half of uh, Melachim Bet. We're experiencing the sagas of Elisha. And here, the sagas are with the king. I mean, we've seen him with uh, already from Ahav all the way up until Yehoram. Uh, now, we're, right now, we're not in Israel. Okay, in chapter 8, Elisha is actually in Damascus, which is in Syria. And he is interacting with the king of Aram. Okay, in the seventh pasuk of chapter 8, he's in Damascus in Syria, he's interacting with the king of Aram. And the king of Aram is sick. He had a servant called Chazael. And this servant, Chazael, was, uh, comes to Elisha in order to get his opinion on if the king is going to get better. And what did Elisha tell Chazael? He told him, tell him that you're going to get better, but the reality is that he's not going to get better. You're not going to die from this sickness, but you're going to die. Right, exactly. You're not going to, no, tell him. He, like lied he to told him. Chazael to lie to him. He told Chazael, tell the king that you're going to get better. Now, between you and me, Chazael, he's not going to get better. Now, Chazael took that and he took matters into his own hands. What did Chazael do? He, he took a, 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 a pillow, wet it, put it on the king's face, oh, and the king killed. died. Okay, and he killed him. Now, in the course of his talk with Chazael, Elisha starts crying. He tried to hold his face. He tried to hold his composure, and he couldn't. He started crying. And then Chazael says, why are you crying? And he says, because I know that you're going to do bad to Israel. You, King Chazael of Aram, you're going to do bad to Israel. And you're going to throw their strongholds in fire, and you're going to kill their, their men. You're going to smash the babies, and you're going to cut open the women. Something that didn't happen more than once in Amisrael's history. Okay? Uh, and, and Chazel says, Who am I that I, will, that I would be able to do something like that to you, to your people, Israel? And he says, No, you're going to become the king. Okay, so after hearing all of this, of course, Chazael gets the, the idea, if, uh, if the king of Aram, what was his name, Ben-Hadad? Yeah. If, if the king of Aram is going to die, and I'm supposed to tell him that he's going to live, and I'm going to trick him, and I'm going to be king, because Elisha has prophecy that I'm going to be attacking Ben Israel and hurting Ben Israel, then he takes the matters into his own hands, he's, okay, fine, I guess maybe I'm the one who's supposed to kill him. Okay, so he kills him, and Chazael becomes king in his stead. Okay, that's what we got up to. And this is all happening during who's king in Israel? Who's kingship in Israel? Yehoram. Right, it's still Yehoram, who is from the line of Omri and Achav. Okay, Yehoram is from the family of Omri and Achav. Now, we're going to go to the Yehuda side of the kingship. Okay, we, Yehoram is going to be the last king in the family of, of, of Achav. To be king, okay. There's going to be a, ma- a massive episode um, that takes care of that changes the the line in the Israel kingship. We're going to see that later. That's going to be performed by the by the future king Yehu, okay. But now we're going to deviate in our story to the, what's going on in Yehuda, 
Okay? If you remember, there was one war in, in Melachim Bed, I actually forget the, the, which war it was, that Yehoshaphat came to support the king of Israel. It was right in the beginning of... It was right in the beginning. Maybe what, what was it? The war... It was a war against... Maybe it was Moab. I think it was... No, it was Edom. It was Edom who helped them. They all three of them went and he said, I'm going to help you. Now, now we see this like affinity that Yehoshaphat seems to have for the family of Ahav, Ahaziah, Yehoram, for the kings in that line. And the question is why? And here we're going to figure out that it's because Yehoshaphat actually had himself or he, we'll look at it, but he married into the family of Ahav. Okay? And that creates a, a connection between the line of Yehuda and the line of Israel. And it's also going to be something negative about Yehuda because this marrying into the family of Ahav is going to bring Avodah Zarah and wickedness into Yehuda for the first time. Or not for the first time, but you know, mm-hmm. in a serious way. Okay? So, that's what we're going to see in Pasuk Tetzayin and for Enon. Uvishan Chamesh Yoram ben Achav. In the fifth year of Yoram, son of Achav, Melech Israel, king of Israel, Yehoshaphat Melech Yudah. Yehoshaphat was king of Yudah. Melech Yehoram ben Yehoshaphat, Melech Malach, Yehoram ben Yehoshaphat, Melech Yehudah. Yehoram, son of Yehoshaphat, became king over Yehudah. Okay, so in the time of, Ye, of Yehoram, king of Israel, of Yoram, king of Israel, Yehoram becomes king over Yehuda. Okay, they happen to have the same name, but they are different kings. There is Yoram or Yehoram of Israel, and there is Yehoram of Yehuda. Okay, it seems like anytime they're both in the same pasuk, they make the Israel one without a he, Yoram, and then the one of Yehuda with a he, Yehoram. Maybe because Yehuda is more is seen as the more um, divine uh, ruling family. Okay. And this Yehoram, son of Yehoshaphat, was 32 years when he became king. And he ruled over Yerushalayim for 8 years. As we see in this uh, chart, it shows that Yehoram was king for 8 years. Okay, good. But this king of Yehuda. You know, his father, Yehoshaphat, was a good king. We said the only thing that his father didn't do was he didn't remove the Bamut. Right? In general, the kings of Yehuda are good. Their one failing is that they did not succeed in removing the Bamut from Israel. But Yehoram, it says he went in the ways of the kings of Israel. This son of Yehoshaphat, of Yehuda. Okay? So he goes in the way of the kings of Israel. Why? Because he married the daughter of Achav. Okay? Yehoram married the daughter of Achav. And this was why we see so much affinity between Yehoshaphat and the king of Israel to the extent that Yehoshaphat allowed his son to marry the daughter of Achav. Now, who is Achav's wife? Izebel. So we assume that it's the daughter of Izebel and this woman is going to have a similar evil in her nature as her mother, Izebel. Okay? But she's the, king of, she's the queen of Yehuda. But she... And she happens to be the, the queen, queen of Yehuda. Exactly, exactly. Okay? And he did, and this Yehoram of Yehuda did what was evil in the eyes of Hashem. Pasuk Yutet. God did not want to destroy Yehuda but out of respect for David his servant. As he said to David that I'm going to give you kingship to your sons for all the days. So even though this son Yehoram of Yehoshaphat was evil and he married the wrong woman, 
God did not take away the kingship from their family because God had promised David that the kingship would remain in their family for all of days. This is a very similar concept to the concept of, um, of Zechut Avot that we B'nai Israel have. All Jews have a concept of Zechut Avot, meaning no matter how bad we sin, God will never destroy us completely. He pushes us, destroys us, He may, he may punish us in a very uh, drastic way so that we do Teshuvah, but the destruction never comes. Right? Same thing happens with the line of David. You could go off, but there is a basic promise to David that the kingship will remain in his family forever. So as much as you go off, you could be punished, but you will never lose the kingship completely. Okay? Similar concept. Pasuk Kaf. Now in Yehoram's days, the king of Edom rebelled against the hand of Yehuda, and they appointed themselves a king prior to Yehoram. Edom was a vassal state of Yehuda, and Yehuda had full control over Edom and probably collected taxes from them. And Edom didn't have a king of their own. They didn't have independence. They were simply a vassal state of Yehuda. And during Yehoram's time, Edom rebels against this status quo. Okay? And this pasuk is a little bit cryptic. There are many interpretations of, of how to understand it. But Yehoram then goes to Tsair, which is the, a city in Edom. And he brought all of his chariots with him. And he comes one night and he tries to strike Edom that was, sur- that was surrounding him because he went into Edom's territory. And he tried to, w- with the help of his armors, of his uh, chariots, but his people failed in the battle and they all ran back to their tents. Meaning he tried to attack Edom and they did not succeed in the attack and all of his people go back. And thereby, Edom rebelled against the hand of Yehuda. Until this very day, they, know, they never again were the vassal state of Yehuda. And also, at that time, Livna, another city in Edom, also rebelled against Yehuda. Now, why, why does it split the thing between Sa'ira and Livna? It seems like, according to the Radak, Livna was a city that was closer to Yehuda, so they had even more control over Livna than they had on the other areas of Edom. And it's saying even Livna was able to rebel against uh, Yehuda and uh, go their own way. Okay? So, according to the Mepharshim, according to the Radak, why do you think it happens that Edom rebels against Yehoram? Because Yehoram is an evil king. Because he's an evil king, he does not have the zakhut of maintaining his uh, empire. And his empire starts to rebel against him, and that's, uh, that's Yehoram's fault. Okay? Pasuk of Kimon. And the rest of the matters of Yehoram, everything he did, they're written in the books of Divrayim, the kings of Yehuda. Yehoram then lays with his forefathers. He's buried with his forefathers in the city of David. And Ahaziahu, his son, becomes king in his stead. Okay? We continue Pasuk Kafe. Uh, there is an interesting point on this. Vaikaver um, imabotav. Uh, if you look in Sefer in Divrayamim, it says that Yehoram was buried. Beir David Yehoram was buried in the city of David, but he did not get the honor of being buried with the other kings. And that was because of his his wickedness. Okay, so that's just an interesting detail that they point out here. Okay, Pasuk uh, Kaf. Let me see if there's any redox we should do. Um, oh, I also want to point out that my interpretation of Pasuk Kaf Aleph of Yehoram's battle 
against Edom is unclear. Some say he won the battle, but his people went back to their tents. Some say it's 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 a little bit vague. I don't know if you saw the English. It's a it's a little. Okay, so it's a little bit vague as to how it's supposed to be translated. Because if you really translate it literally, it looks like he actually does win the battle. Because it says Vayake et Edom, he struck Edom. Uh, but it could be it, the most simple interpretation is that all that means is that he tried to strike Edom. Okay, so there are um, varying interpretations as to how to understand those scheme. But overall, we're seeing a big flaw in the family of Yehuda where Yehoram marries into the marries the daughter of Achav and that causes wickedness and because of the wickedness we see that Edom rebels against him. Okay, Pasuk Kafeh. In the twelfth year of Yehoram son of Achav, Melech Yisrael, Malach Achaziyahu ben Yehoram Melech Yehuda. Achaziyahu, Yehoram's son, takes over. Okay? Ben Esrim Ushtam Shana. He was 22, Achaziyahu ben Malcho. But he only reigned in Yerushalayim for one year. And what was the name of his mother? Now we're going to know the name of the wife that Yehoram took, who was the daughter of Achav and Izevel, seems like. Ataliyahu, daughter of Omri, king of Israel. Now, basic question. Ataliyahu is a daughter of whom? Here it says Omri. But what did we say? We said that Yehoram married the daughter of Achav. Okay, Omri is Achav's dad. So who is Ataliyahu? Is she the daughter of Omri? Or is she the daughter of Achav? Who did Yehoram marry? Did he marry the daughter of Omri or the, the, the daughter of Achav? So Radak explains it very simply um, with her, definitely the Peshat. Let me find it. Yeah, it's a, he just says that Omri was her grandfather. Okay, Ulmala Amar Kiyoram Aviv. This last parasha also, they said like Abraham uh, Avicha, talking to Yaakov. Wow, good example. Here, I'll read, I'll read the Radak. He, he says these things. Shem Yimot Talia Bat Omri. Ulmala Amar Kiyoram Aviv Bat Achav Aital Olisha. Here, above it says that he married the daughter of Achav. No Mar Ki Bat Achav Aital. You could say that it was the daughter of Achav. Amar Bat Omri Ki Benevanim Harem Kavanim. It says Omri because the sons of sons are considered sons. Where do we see this famously? And it says that the daughters of Yitro came to Reuel, their father. Now we know that Reuel was the father of Yitro. So why does it say that they came to Reuel, their father? Shaya Avi Avihen. For Reuel was the father of Yitro, was the father of the father, but it calls him the father. Meaning in the Tanakh, you'll see very often that they call. They, they'll use the immediate son or father for grandchildren and grandparents. Okay, so you are the son of your grandparents. That's how the Tanakh will talk sometimes. Now the reason I brought it is it's very interesting. There is a, there is a lack of clarity on the issue of Reuel. If Reuel is another name for Yitro, or if Reuel was the father of Yitro. Right? So I think in Rashi, he gives Reuel as one of the names for Yitro. So in that, in, that's another way of, of solving the problem is that Simply they came to Reuel, their father, who had another name, Yitro. Um, but it seems like Radak, based on his comments here, seems to see Reuel as the father of Yitro. Mm-hmm. And when it says that they came to Reuel, their father, it was just saying that they came to Reuel, their grandfather. Okay? So very, very interesting detail. Um, he brings a few other examples. Zerubavel ben Shaltiel. Apparently Shaltiel was Zerubavel's grandfather, not his father. Because Zerubavel uh, was the son of Pedaya. Um, and there are Virabim Kacha. There are many examples. And also, would it make sense? It's like it's someone from a different generation. 
Is it Omri's daughter? It would be someone from one generation of it. It would be from Isabel's generation, right? What, what? It would be from a completely different... Like, the, this Atalia should be uh, from a completely different generation. In what sense? If she was the daughter of Omri and not the granddaughter. Right. Yeah, 100%. Like the age difference. No, no. That, there's no machloka that she's yeah. the daughter of Achav. Yeah. Uh, just it was just interesting because the comment here informs us about the Ru'el Yitro situation, so I wanted to bring it to your attention. Okay. Um, so the, the Achaziah, we're up to King Achaziah, who is the, uh, the uh, Achaziah of uh, Yehuda. Okay, so that's funny because there's Achaziah Yehoram of Israel and there's Yehoram Achaziah of Yehuda. Okay, so we're up to Achaziah of Yehuda. Uh, and the name of the mother of Achaziah was Ataliyahu. He goes in the way of the household of Achav. He was a son-in-law of Achav. So he went in the ways of Achav. He goes against Chazael, who is king of Aram, he goes against Chazael, king of Aram, uh, with Yehoram, son of Achav, they go out to war, and the Aramim, meaning Chazael's army, defeats Yehoram, king of Israel. Okay, and now they go to this war, and who gets hurt during this war against Chazael? Yehoram, king of Israel. Okay, and Yehoram goes home. He goes, where does he go? Where does he go? Israel. He goes home to Israel, or he goes to Israel to, go, to get healed. And that's where Chazael, sorry, that's where Achaziah goes to visit him as he's trying to heal. Okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we, we finish this chapter with an interaction between Achaziah, king of Yehuda, and his, his family member Yehoram who both go to war against Aram, and they attack Chazael, who was just made king by Elisha. Chazael wins the battle and brutally hurts Yehoram, king of Israel. Yehoram goes to Yisrael, which is a city in Israel, to get healed, and Achaziah joins him there. Okay, so we'll continue with chapter 10, chapter 9, tomorrow, Bezor Hashem. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.